Welcome to the Thought Boss Podcast. This is your host, Nicole. I'm here to show you that all the help you need is already inside of you and that you're far more powerful than you give yourself credit for. I'm glad you're here. Now let's turn you into a Thought Boss. All right, guys, it's podcast time. I'm so excited for today. This is going to be such a great episode because this is basically a coaching call within an episode. This is the coaching call that I have done with all of my clients at some point or another, and it's really the work that we work on all the time. So you could get so much value out of this because I have coached hundreds or thousands of people, who knows, and it always comes down to this. So how do you stop feeling so triggered all the time? And by triggered, I mean when somebody talks or does something like it's frustrating, annoying, offensive, hurtful to you. I could title this episode like when everybody else is being a jerk all the time to you, but the truth is like we're just getting triggered a lot. Okay, so here's what this means. What does it mean to be triggered? Triggered means that a button is being pushed, but what button? What button is being pushed? Almost always, it's some version of I'm not good enough. Whether that's I'm not a good enough human, I'm just not good enough in general, I'm not lovable, I'm not valuable, I'm not important. There is a fear inside of all of us that this might be true. Now, if you've had a traumatic childhood, you may have a stronger belief that you're not valued. Because even though this is a fear that's kind of planted in every human, if you had a really safe place growing up, like your logical brain is like, I always have my parents though. Like at least they love me. Like I'm valuable to somebody. But with a traumatic childhood, you know, if somebody treated you a certain way or left you or abandoned you or didn't take care of you or just died or just anything that could have happened, like that belief was probably nurtured the the negative belief was probably nurtured more than it was more than it was disproved so while other people might have felt that they were valued and loved and they had like this really solid family if you didn't have a solid family that's a lot of times what i mean by traumatic childhood if you didn't have a solid family or there were extenuating circumstances something happened which is a lot of us that fear came up in your mind and it became something that your brain was like, I wonder if this is true. I wonder if it's true that I'm not valuable and I'm not important and I'm just not good enough. So this belief is in everybody. It's just stronger in some people than it is in others. So when you're feeling triggered by somebody, it's not really about what they're doing. It's about the belief that it's triggering in you. And you might think that because that's a thought that you've had since your childhood, like that that's something that can't be taken away, but a hundred percent you get to decide what's in your brain. So it doesn't really matter how long ago it happened. It doesn't matter how long you have been thinking this. I want you to open up your mind to this possibility that you could just choose not to believe any version of this thought ever again. And maybe you're, you already know what your version of it is and I would just write that down and I would 
be really curious about when it shows up. Don't write it down to affirm it. Just write it down as like, oh, I found the problem. I'm going to find all of the wires that also like lead to that same place. So it's not a problem that this came up. The reason that this trigger was created is because of the way that somebody treated you, something they did, something they said, something they didn't do, something they didn't say. And when they were imperfect, your brain had to come to a logical conclusion when it wondered why the person did this. And so the logical conclusion that your brain came to was that there must be something wrong with you. We don't really ever go to the place of like, oh, that must be a them problem. We always think, oh, it's because of me. It's because I don't look right. I don't sound right. I'm doing this human thing wrong. I'm weird. I'm different. There's just something wrong with me. Like, I know what's in your head because this is in everybody's head. If everybody thinks that they're different, if everybody thinks that they're not valuable, this is just a human problem, not a you problem, okay? So what happens though is now you've got a different life and you've got different friends and different family and maybe you're surrounded by like a lot of people who support you and love you. But that belief that you had that there's something maybe wrong with me doesn't just like totally go away. So when somebody does something now that people would consider like rude or insensitive or mean, instead of being able to let it go, your brain is triggered and it goes back to its original programming where there's something wrong with you and that's why they did the thing. Does that make sense? It feels awful. And the, also the reason we don't want to be triggered all the time is not only because it feels awful, but because of the way that we show up when we're, when we're feeling triggered. Like it's usually pretty embarrassing the way that we act when we feel like we're not good enough. We're like really desperate, really clingy, or we like completely shut down and we don't talk to anybody. And it's not really us. It's not the way that we want to be showing up in the world. It's not the healthiest, happiest version of us. And so being triggered, is just like not fun, which is why today I want to help you stop feeling so triggered all the time. And trust me, you're not alone. I feel triggered often. And I'm just able to go to that place where I'm like, oh yeah, this is the part where I, my brain offers me a thought that feels really true that I'm not valuable. It really feels like that. And I have just decided I'm never going to go into full belief of that thought. There's a part of me that believes it and that's okay. There's also a big part of me that has chosen not to believe that and has practiced believing course I'm valuable. Of course I'm worthy of love. Of course I'm worth taking care of. Those are the thoughts that you're going to have to practice more often than you practice this like spinning cycle of what's wrong with me? What did I do wrong? Why don't I do things right? Like maybe I'm doing this wrong. Maybe I'm dressing wrong. Maybe I look wrong. Maybe there's just something wrong with me. More often than you go over there, you're going to have to go to this like new place of like, but what if I actually am just as valuable as every other human and I never had to be perfect and I never had to do it right, but I'm just like inherently valuable as a person. So the solution here to getting triggered is not to just like keep leaving people in your life. I want to say this again we tend to label people as toxic 
when often we just feel triggered by them. And I'm not talking about somebody who's like constantly like overstepping their bounds and like not respecting your boundaries and like calling you names and that you genuinely are like, "Mm, no, it's not healthy to have this person be a part of my life. I'm talking about the regular people that they just do one thing, maybe not even really on purpose, or maybe they don't even know they did it. And your brain wants to go to the place where you're like, I'm not friends with them anymore. They're not a part of my life anymore. We're not doing this. It's so important to know who are the people like, am, am I one of those people who's just like willing to dump anyone the second that they prove that they are like not perfect. And I understand, like I say this so lovingly because I was that person. And it's so tempting to be like, fine, if you don't love me, like, I don't care. I don't need anybody. I, or I will go find somebody else who does, or like, I'm tired of looking for people who will always support me and everybody always lets me down. And so I'm never going to find somebody. I'm just going to go live on my own. That is not a person problem. That is not a people in general problem. That is a you being triggered problem, but it doesn't have to be. There's nothing wrong with you for being triggered. It's old beliefs that are coming into your present life. So the solution here is not to keep dumping the people in your life until you're surrounded with perfect humans. That's not going to work out. You're not perfect either. We appreciate people for keeping us around when we're not perfect and we can totally give them the same like love and kindness when they're not perfect. Here's the way that it will feel different in your body and your mind when you're no longer triggered. So right now what happens is you get triggered and you might instantly go into defensive mode where you're like, I cannot believe they just said that. Are you kidding me? And we just get so amazed that somebody would treat us like that because we think we've done the work to believe that we are worth caring for. But if we truly believed it, then when somebody did something that seemed like they don't know the same thing, they don't know how valuable and amazing you are, you wouldn't have to prove it to them. You wouldn't have to get so mad and offended. You'd just be like, oh, I see that they must be going through something. Like for sure this is not about me. So it goes from being super offended and upset and thinking about yourself like oh that's so interesting like they must be going through something this is the experience I had with my mother-in-law who for sure had a really really rough childhood but never actually got over the belief that like she's not worth caring for I love her so much but like she struggles with the belief and she doesn't listen to this podcast if you are I'm shocked and amazed and hi. <laughs> she totally doesn't listen. I don't even think she does have a podcast, which is probably a good thing. I doubt my own mom listens to this podcast. Mom, if you're listening, just text me and say, hey, I listened to your podcast and you're doing a really awesome job. That would be nice to hear, but I'm pretty sure you don't listen. Anyway, <laughs> so funny. Oh, all my own stuff comes out on this podcast. I love it. Anyway, my mother-in-law 
<clears throat> never believed like and she still doesn't believe like I'm valuable and I'm worth it like I know she really wants to but she's still at that place where she's just really offended when somebody treats her the way that like she doesn't like and not because they're doing something wrong but because she's feeling triggered it's triggering that belief in her mind that there's something wrong with her that she's bad that she's not good and so here's what happened is because she was feeling that way she brought that into our relationship and she treated me like in a way that I've never really been treated by anyone before. And I was really upset about it at first because I was feeling triggered because it was triggering in me this belief that I'm not good enough. I'm bad. There's something wrong with me. It's just like this terrible cycle. I am so grateful, so grateful for this work that I have done because it has completely saved me from all the family drama. Like it's still annoying. It's still like, mm, you can't say that to me. Like I have boundaries, but it doesn't affect me the way that it used to affect me. I never go into that deep dark place of like, oh my gosh, like she's totally right. There really is something wrong with me. Like never, because there's not anything wrong with me. I'm just a human and I'm getting through life and I'm doing a great job actually. Like as a human, I think I'm doing so good. <laughs> it's pretty nice to feel that way. I want you to feel that way. If you're like, okay, I'm done feeling that way. I'm ready to come to Nicole and get some life coaching. Just go sign up for a consultation right now. I'm like ready to go. Let's do it. Anyway, <clears throat> so when you're not feeling triggered anymore, it doesn't really matter what other people say then you can kind of set boundaries from a really clean place. You could just decide, I just don't want to be around that person because it doesn't feel good. Not because I believe everything they're saying, but because it's just not who I choose to spend my time with. Like, it's just, it's not fun. Like I can choose who to spend my time with and I choose to spend my time with people who are like, I consider like really kind and supportive and fun. And that will be most people. When you're not feeling triggered anymore, most people will turn into people that you can trust. Like I can't, tell you how my friendships have blossomed as I have changed my beliefs about myself. Now I think everybody loves me. Now I feel like I belong. Now I feel like I have so many different friends and so many different friend groups and that there's nothing wrong with me. Like I actually belong in those friend groups and it feels really good, but it wasn't like that before. I had a hard time making and keeping friends and friendships because I was coming from this place of like, I don't believe I'm worth loving or taking care of or anything. <clears throat> so anyway, that's quick side note. All right. So we're not getting rid of the people in your life. Here's what the real solution is. The solution to not being triggered anymore is to stop making what other people do or say mean anything about you. Other people do not know the real you. They don't have insight into who you are. They don't know what your gifts or your talents are. So when somebody has an opinion of you, it's not because they're omniscient. It's not because they have this God-given gift of like knowledge about you. If they really knew who you are, they'd be like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe I have been in the presence of this amazing, like divine human for so long and I didn't even recognize it. Like if they're being rude to you, clearly it's because they don't know you. 
So for them to do or say anything, it doesn't ever mean anything about you. You were just the opportunity that they had to be to show what they believe about themselves. It never meant anything about you as a kid either. So all of those times that like here's again a life example, my parents not being able to take care of me never meant that I wasn't lovable ever. It meant that they had problems with drugs. <laughs> It meant that when you take drugs, like that becomes the most important thing in your life. You don't have control over your addictions. Even if they said to me, I don't love you. I don't care about you. You're not important to me. It still wouldn't mean anything about me. It still wouldn't mean that I wasn't lovable. You have to understand the things that you believe about yourself. They're not the truth. They're just your most practiced thoughts. So if you've been going through your life for 30 or 40 years, believing like I'm not worth loving, like I'm really hard to love. There's things that are wrong with me that make me different than other people. And I don't blame anybody for not loving me. You've been thinking some version of that thought over and over again and thoughts that you think over and over again become a belief. That's how we change our beliefs is we think new thoughts. It's going to feel really strange at first, but your whole view of yourself, that's how you're going to feel for the rest of your life. And the reason you're feeling how you feel right now is because of your beliefs about yourself. There's nothing wrong with you. There's not actually anything wrong with you. And this is just what humans do too, is we make everything about us. Probably because you're nice. Probably because you're like, oh, it can't possibly be because my parents got into drugs. It has to be because I'm not lovable enough for them to be perfect. We think people treat us the way that we deserve to be treated. We tend to think that, especially if we've had traumatic childhoods. But the truth is people just treat us the way that they feel about themselves. That's the only truth. Their thoughts about themselves become their thoughts about everybody else. If they loved themselves, if they were kind to themselves, they would be kind to you too. So again, the things that people did or said don't mean anything about you. And they never did, even as a kid. Okay. It doesn't mean anything about you now. People do what they do because of what's going on in their life, not because of who you are. So if you want to stop feeling triggered, you have to take away that belief that you're not good enough. Here's how you're going to do it. Okay. This is how I help people change beliefs. Only work on one at a time and just notice when it comes up. And by notice, I mean like you're the bouncer at a club and this belief, this thought wants to come into the club. The club is your brain where everything happens. Everything's fun. Like All the people that are in the club are creating the current mood of the club, which is like you, your body, your life. And these thoughts are going to come up and they're going to ask to come in. And the bouncer is going to be like, oh, I see you. I recognize you as the thought. I'm not good enough. And you don't have to have a good reason for turning it away. You could just decide, I just don't want you in the club. It's not that it's not true. 
because there's no proof that it is true, that it isn't true. It's just an opinion. I'm not good enough. I am good enough. We just could decide either way. I think we'll find out eventually when we go back to heaven that we all were good enough the whole time. Um, but the bouncer just gets to decide who he wants in and who he doesn't based on how he wants to feel. So if you want to feel worthless and crappy, let him back in. If you want to feel terrible all the time, just keep letting in all those thoughts that feel awful. I know it doesn't seem like a big thing. They're just words, right? They're just sentences in our mind. It matters more than anything what you're thinking in your mind. That's literally why I started my practice. Thought boss coaching. You're the boss of your thoughts and you have to be the boss of your thoughts if you want to be the boss of your life. So when that thought comes up to the door and it's like, hey, bouncer, can I get in here? Like I'm a VIP here. The bouncer has to be like, I know, but we're under new ownership. And the owner said, you're not allowed in here. They're going to be like, oh my gosh, what? Like it, like your subconscious is going to throw a big fit when you start to try to believe something else. You might be crying. You might be a little hysterical. <clears throat> Just be open to this knowing I'm practicing disbelieving this old thought that I used to believe. So notice when it comes up, I would just assume it's always going to ask to come in. When you're at the grocery store and somebody cuts in front of you in line, ask yourself, am I believing right now that I'm not good enough? Oh, probably just because that sneaky little thought is trying to get back in. It's really comfortable inside the club where it has spent so much time. It doesn't want to be out on the street. It feels really embarrassed that it's out on the street. Eventually your brain will stop asking, like it will stop asking to come in or at least not as often. And you'll be really good at having other beliefs that are way stronger. But for right now, you're going to have to be vigilant. Every time somebody texts you, am I acting on the belief that I'm not good enough right now? Or that there's something wrong with me, whatever your version of it is, figure that out. It might be all of them. It could be all of them. When that comes up, you be the bouncer and you're like, hi, you're not allowed in here. And then here's what you have to do. You have to feel uncomfortable. It's going to feel really uncomfortable because now your brain is empty and it wants to think some thoughts. So here's some thoughts that you could offer it. And they're easier ones to think because they're not like really huge ones. I like to add the words, it's possible to the beginning of every thought that I'm trying on. Some thoughts are really hard to believe when it feels like there's so much proof that they're not true. So I like to offer myself the idea. It's possible that I have always been valuable. It's possible that there was never anything wrong with me. It's possible that I'm normal. It's possible that I deserve to be treated like all the other people. It's possible that I've done nothing wrong here. It's possible that a part of me already believes that I'm worth loving. The thing that you desperately want to believe, which by the way, go to my Instagram, go find all the affirmations there. You can scroll back years and find a million affirmations. You find the one that you want to believe and you just tell yourself it's possible that, and then you read the affirmation. This is just like getting the club more used to like having these new people in it. They're really amazing people. It's going to feel so good in that club. <laughs> the dancing is going to be amazing. The songs, the drinks, the everything. It's 
can be so good. It can be exactly what you want it to be, but you have to practice. So I'm in the middle of the 30 day affirmation challenge with my Instagram people. If you're there, I want you to tell me how it's going. And I want you to ask me for help so I can help you and everybody else. The affirmations challenge is just about seeing what it's like to think new thoughts. It's not about being perfect for 30 days in a row. It's not about making sure you say these thoughts every single day. It's about introducing new thoughts to yourself and maybe practicing them kindly and in a way that feels non-threatening, but allowing your brain to like think new thoughts. You're going to feel even just a little bit like a new person. That's what we have to do with these triggers. You probably will have other triggers. I would love to coach you on them. Um, if you're interested in coaching with me, it's a six month thing. We don't, here's the thing. My clients come to me a lot of the times thinking that they need therapy. Like they've been living this way for years. They just don't feel good about themselves. They're like, I think I need to go to therapy, but I don't know if I want to go to therapy. Like it's just a lot. It's just hard. Like, I don't really want to think about my past. Like I have a good life and I totally understand. I don't think you should go to therapy unless you want to, but I just want to let you know, like this is effective. This does help. We're not brushing the problems under the rug, but it can feel really daunting to you if you're living a fairly normal and happy life because you don't want to go overhaul your life by digging up everything in your past. It's like that wasn't even really a problem until like somebody helped me remember that like this thing happened when I was five and now I have to work through it because now there's all these new thoughts. We're not doing that. I will not allow it. It's not actually necessary for healing and happiness and moving forward and feeling better. The thing I teach is completely different. And I only sign clients for six months at a time because it's worth about two or three years in therapy. If you spend time in therapy, maybe like once a year, you're going to have this aha moment where like, oh my gosh, I feel so much different. I no longer believe this thing. Maybe if you're lucky, I know all therapists are different, but I'm telling you the method that I have works so much quicker because it's empowering. I don't want you to be stuck in therapy for the next three or four years. I want you to have six months of focusing on how to change the way that you think and feel and how to make sure you're not bringing past thoughts into the present. And then I don't want you to need me anymore. I want you to go on your way and have a happy life. The cool thing is that it actually starts working after a few weeks. You start noticing your thoughts. You're like, oh my gosh, I could totally get rid of that thought. I didn't even realize like that was here and we'll get rid of it and start thinking something else. And you're like, oh my gosh, it feels like my life is different. We'll just keep doing that for six months. It's huge. It's a large amount of changes in a short period of time. So we don't want to stay stuck. We're ready to move forward. If that's you free consultations and at the link in my bio. If you're, if you're ready, if you're serious, here's what happens in a consultation. So we are going to talk about your life, but we're going to talk about your present life. I'm not going to ask you, okay, what part of your childhood made it so that you're showing up this way in your life? I'm not going to ask you that. Thank goodness. That just makes my stomach turn a little bit. Like there's so much shame that we carry about our past. We'll go over it a little bit if you really want to talk about it, but I don't think it's necessary. Really what I'm going to say is like, oh, this is a belief that you maybe have carried for a while. You want to change that one? Once we change the belief, 
the things that happened in our past become neutral. I'm not joking you. Once those things no longer mean anything about us, they don't affect us. They're just something that happened. It could hurt. You could feel sad about it. You could grieve it. But it's not making you feel like you're not good enough. That's the thought that we're ripping up and planting something new. Because it was never, it was always a weed. It was never good for you. So I'm so excited to work with you. If you're excited too, go sign up for a free consultation. I can't wait to meet you. I hope this has been helpful on how to stop feeling triggered all the time. This was 101, but um, so good. I love being here with you. Thank you. And I will see you next week. Hey, if you're ready to make your mind a safe and peaceful place to be, I want you to sign up for a free coaching consultation. And together, we're going to find out exactly what makes you tick and will fill your relationships with yourself, with God, your business, and other people. Because when you feel good, you can do good. I know that the world is waiting for the special magic that you have to offer. Don't make us wait any longer. Sign up for a one-on-one call with me and become the Thought Boss of your own life. Go to ThoughtBossCoaching.com or find me on Instagram at ThoughtBossCoaching.